Hello everybody, it's Melissa. I am back and today I want to talk about talking. Talking is hard, conversations are hard, socializing can be hard, we know this, but this is something that's been on my mind for the past couple of days because I've really been noticing some things about myself and my conversational preferences and styles and just noticing things about talking. Um, And I want to talk to you guys about it. I want to talk to you about talking. So let's talk about talking. Okay, ready, set, go. So the thing that got me thinking about this is the fact that I am noticing that my default conversational tactic is usually talking about myself. And it's it's weird because I don't really like talking about myself. Sorry if you can hear my dog barking in the background. Oh, gosh. Sorry about that. I don't know what she thinks she hears, but sometimes throughout the day, she'll just hear imaginary noises. I don't know. Half the time, I don't know what she's barking at, but she'll start barking like something's happening. And I'm like, literally nothing's happening. Why are you barking? She has a very loud bark too, so it is not conducive to my autistic ears. And she will just start barking all of a sudden out of nowhere. Like if there's a if there's a reason for her to bark, if something precipitates the barking event and I can be expecting a bark, like if someone knocks on the door, I'm expecting a bark. But sometimes it'll be literally just silent in the house and she'll just start barking like that. And it makes me uh, feel like I just jumped out of my skin. Um, so anyway, small tangent about my dog barking. There you go. You're welcome for that. I think she's done now. Um, so anyway, I was talking about me talking about myself. (laughs) So, um, which is basically what this podcast is, right? It's just me sitting and talking about myself. Um, so it should be no surprise to anyone that I, my comfort zone is talking about myself. Uh, but as I was about to say before I was so rudely interrupted by my doggo, is that I don't really like talking about myself, but talking about myself is the easiest thing to talk about. And I think that that is because I can, well, for one, I I can always think of something to say because I know about myself. (laughs) Like I know, I know what to say about me, um, or things that I'm interested in. You know what I mean? So like, I have to really make a conscious effort when I am talking to someone to not turn everything around and make it all about me. Now, there is a conversational tactic that I have questioned. I have pulled people on this recently because, um, because I became curious because there is a conversational tactic where you can show people that you're relating to them by interjecting your own story, your own experience. Like if they're talking about something terrible that happened to them at work, say, or like, or maybe they just went through a breakup and you can interject and be like, I remember my last breakup feeling exactly like that. Um, and 
So like interjecting your own story in a way where it can make you, um, or I guess it can help the other person understand that you can relate to them better. And someone told me, or I read somewhere or heard somewhere, I don't even remember, um, but it got into my head that that was like a not a good thing to do in conversation somehow. And I was like, oh no, I do that all the, all the time. Like I didn't know that was a thing that you weren't supposed to do. But then I did an actual poll on my social media, not on the, I think this was even before I had the podcast Instagram page. It might've been, um, but I definitely did it on my own personal Instagram page and just asked like, if people considered that rude when you interject your own thing into their story as a as a means of relating to them um and resoundingly people said no there were a couple people that said yes but with the caveat that like it was only if the person started like making the whole thing about them or taking the whole conversation over with their story and not really even acknowledging what your problem or what you were talking about was um so seems like across the board, most people, cause these weren't just like autistic people answering these was just like my general Instagram following of like friends and whoever. Um, so, um, across the board, people were okay with that, but like, you have to be really careful to not take it too far in the other direction where it's like too much about yourself. Right. Um, so Okay, so I feel like I just went on like a major tangent there, but I was talking about how, um, you know, I don't really like talking about myself, but then again, that's like my comfort zone because I can always think of something to say about, about a thing related to me or like a, an anecdote about something that I'm interested in or whatever. Um, but it's different if, the conversation is directed at me when I don't have control over it. And I guess what I mean by that is like, you know, sometimes you'll be talking to someone and they're asking you a lot of questions about yourself. To me, that starts to become really uncomfortable. Like one or two questions, fine, but then like, there are people who really like, I guess, I don't know. And they must be just like really curious people and like really want to get to know the person who they're talking to because some people just like keep asking you questions about yourself and you're, I don't know. I start to feel like really self-conscious and really like, like too much attention is on me. I want to turn it back to them, but I don't know how because I'm not good at thinking of questions to ask people about themselves. Um, no, and I'm really not. I'm really not good at thinking of questions to ask people about themselves. Uh, it's That's hard. That is hard. And it's not because I'm not interested, truly. Like, sometimes... Okay, so sometimes I'm not interested. Sometimes <laughs> it just depends on the person, right? Here's a variable. It's like, there are certain people that I start talking to that I'm like, I find this person really interesting. I want to know more about them. Like, whatever. But, But I'm not naturally good at thinking of what I want to know about them I could just be like I wish I could just be like hey tell me about you and like but no one wants to be asked that that's not a good question I hate when people ask me that like tell me a little bit about yourself and you're like what do you even want to know what does that 
mean? Like, I have lived for 42 years. What part do you want to know about? Like, do you want me to start from birth? Like, what's, what do you want? Give me an idea. Give me specifics. Um, so I don't like asking that question of other people, but then when I try and think of specific questions to ask people, I really, a lot of the time, draw a blank. I think sometimes it's also uh, for fear of asking questions that might be inappropriate or too personal. I have a hard time gauging that. Um, and then again, like being a little bit afraid of like saying the wrong thing or coming on too strong, um, or asking too many questions myself. It's just a lot. It's a lot to think about. It's a lot to, um, try and, navigate when you're really having to think so hard about every part of the conversation. Um, I also sometimes don't know how to react to people's answers because I want to make sure that like my face and voice are doing the right thing to correspond to what they answered with. Like, you know, you might make a noise or a face that might convey the wrong thing. You know, if they're like, oh, my husband... Um, let's see, what could they say? I don't know, like, my husband does this for a living, and you could be like, oh, and then sometimes I'll, I'll, like, make that noise, and I'll be like, did that noise sound like I was, was that an, was that the right noise? Was that the right O? Was that the right tone? Like, you just, I don't know, like, I have no idea how other people interpret the things that are coming out of me, whether it be a sound or a word or a tone or a facial expression or a body language. Um, and it's just, you know, a thing happened yesterday, actually, that was this a good example of what happens when my guard is down, when I'm not, when I'm too comfortable and I think I'm doing really good on the, the conversation front. Um, yesterday I went and took an aerial class. There were only two other students in the class. Uh, so myself and two other girls who, um, both of them I had, I had met before, but it's been like a really long time since we took class together, like, cause pandemic and life and things like that and even prior to that I think I had only taken like one or two classes with these people it's not like I knew them well or anything like that um and one of the women just had a baby a few months ago and so she's kind of just getting back into like physical activity and she's talking about how her you know her baby is exclusively breastfeeding and you know it's hard to leave and this was the first time she's been away from her baby since the baby was born and we were all just like, oh, wow, like, um, you know, that's, that's great. I'm, you know, I'm glad you're, you're able to finally like get out of the house for a minute and do something fun, whatever. So we go through the class, we do all the things, whatever. And then it's time to go. And I'm like about to leave. And she was like, oh, it was nice seeing you again. And I said, it was nice seeing you too. And I'm really glad you got away from your baby. And as the words were leaving my mouth, I already knew that that was not, that didn't sound like the thing I wanted to really say. I didn't want to say, I'm glad you got away from your baby. 
that's not a thing you say to a new mom. I, I should have just said, I'm, I'm glad you got away for a couple hours or something. I, I don't know. But I, you know what I did though in that moment, <laughs> because these, these things happen to me a lot. And I used to just be, get like super embarrassed and be like, oh my God. And like run away and be like, okay, bye. And then be like, God, that person probably thinks I'm awful. Now I usually will just call it out. I'll just, and this is what I did yesterday. I was like, as soon as I said it, I kind of like gave a little laugh and I was like, I am so sorry. That is not the way that that's not the thing I meant to say. I know you didn't want to get away from your baby. And she laughed and I, and I laughed and I was like, I'm just glad you got out of the house and did something like good for you. And she was like, yes, thanks. And I was like, okay, all right, I'm just going to go now. I still felt stupid. Um, but you know, when I'm sometimes I just, I get in the conversational groove and I get too comfortable and then things come out that I don't want to, or the things come out in a way that I don't want them to. And, you know, this is a pretty consistent thing that happens to me. Um, I've, I have found that being able to kind of joke about it in the moment and call myself out, um, has really helped. And I think part of that, uh, part of me being able to do that now has come from the knowledge that I'm autistic and that, you know, I'm not just a bad conversationalist. I mean, I am, but like, I'm, (laughs) there's a reason behind the why, you know, like there's a why there's a, it's a, it's just like my, my neurotype makes this sort of thing difficult and it, and it helps me be a lot more forgiving um, of myself in these particular situations where, um, I just, I want things to go right, but sometimes they don't always. And, and I can just be like, you know what? I'm fine. It's fine. I'm autistic. Conversations are hard for us generally. And, uh, sometimes, awkward moments happen and maybe they happen to me more often than they happen to others. And, uh, that's, that's totally okay. It's fine. Uh, let's laugh about it because it is, it's funny. Um, now, nowadays it's funny most of the time, although there have been a couple of kind of cringy incidents where, I didn't call myself out because it wasn't really funny. Um, and I just kind of felt bad because something came out of my mouth that wasn't appropriate. Um, so, okay. One, one example of this is recently I was at work and I was, um, taking a woman from her, um, dialysis appointment back to her house. Um, and she, she's a talker. So she's not a person who I've transported her several times. We take her all the time to her appointments and, uh, she's talkative. She'll usually just like keep talking the entire ride and I'll just have the usual interjections, you know? Oh, oh, that's great. Oh yeah. That sounds like fun. Oh, interesting. You know, you just throw in the little things to let people know you're listening. Right. And your little responses, um, And so we pulled up in front of her house and her boyfriend would usually be outside waiting for her because uh, he would help her inside. She's in a wheelchair. 
And so we pull up and he's not out there. And I was like, uh, your, your boyfriend's not outside. Like where, uh, where is he? And she was like, oh, we broke up. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. And she's like, yeah, he, I told him to move out. He did this and that. And the other thing, and I was tired of it. And like, I told him he had to go. And I was like, well, yeah. I was like, that sounds, sometimes you got to put your foot down. And, uh, the, the really terrible thing about me saying that using that particular expression is that this woman literally has no feet. She's a double amputee. She has no feet. And so the fact that I said, yeah, sometimes you have to put your foot down. Uh, not the best thing to say to someone with no feet. So I just sort of shut up after that point and I was really hoping she didn't like acknowledge or say anything unless it was going to be, you know, some people can laugh about stuff like that. I don't know her well enough to know if she's a person that could be like, oh my God, she just told me about my foot down. I have no feet and like we could laugh about it. Um, so I didn't know what was going to happen, but she didn't acknowledge it. I didn't acknowledge it. I just silently wheeled her to her front door and I was like, okay, you have a good night now. Bye-bye. And I like ran back to the van and drove away and I was like, oh my God, no, that was so cringy of a moment. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes you just get too comfortable you get too comfortable. You're like, I'm doing great conversationally today. It's, it feels good. It's flowing. I'm in the zone. Things are going well, but really like most of the time when that happens, I have to expect that eventually I'm going to run out of the energy to keep it going so smoothly. And then it's going to go downhill from there. I'll either run out of words I'll run out of things to say. I'll run out of questions to ask. I will run out of the capacity to think about all of the things that I need to think about when I'm having a conversation with someone. You know, sometimes you just get to the point where you're like, this takes so much mental effort and I am to the point where my mental effort or like my ability to put in this effort is exhausted and uh, I can't continue being a good conversationalist right now. Like even if it's been going real well, then you just, you hit a wall and you're like, all right, well now I'm done being good at this and I'm going to say something dumb soon or inappropriate or weird. And, uh, We can either have a chuckle about it or things are going to get real awkward. So that's usually just kind of how things go. But um, yeah, talking about myself has always been the safe space for me. But then I think this is sometimes why autistic people can maybe be... um, incorrectly categorized as maybe like narcissistic or self-centered is because I do think that 
there are more autistic people out there like me who will sometimes like uh maybe talk too much about themselves um or sometimes bring the conversation back around to their own experiences a little too often just because I otherwise sometimes don't know what to say um and it's it's like we're either going to talk about me now or it's just going to be awkward silence like which one's worse because I don't know where else to go with this um and I'm not really sure if I'll ever get better at some of this stuff just because I'm like okay I'm 42 like if I feel like if I was gonna figure this stuff out I really would have gotten better at it by now like the whole like not really knowing how to ask people questions about themselves appropriately like this is just a thing that I don't know how to do but I don't know how to learn how to do it unless I am making a script ahead of time to be able to make a script ahead of time though I kind of have to have some idea of who I'm going to be talking to um, and like what the context of everything is going to look like. Uh, but if it's a surprise conversation, that is not as easy to navigate. Also, sometimes if you're working off of a script, um, it's then it becomes a challenge to not make it seem like you're working off of a script. Like... You know, I I did an episode a few um, weeks ago about my experience with that psychiatrist, how she was just asking me all of these questions back to back to back questions like she was obviously reading them off of a form and she had to check a box. And that is another thing that I'm scared of when um, I do have questions in mind that I've pre-planned. Um, I don't want to seem like I'm asking questions just like listing questions off um so then that takes some effort and some attention to sort of like make sure you're not coming across that way it's just it's you know it can be a lot to think about and there are definitely people in my life thankfully, that I can talk to and I don't have to put in all of that effort. There are, I mean, it's not, there's not a lot of people, but there are definitely people in my life who I can just converse with um, and not be afraid of how they're going to interpret the things I'm saying and not be nervous about the outcomes or you know whatever it's just like they're that person is like a comfort zone for me and I can I can do that with them but the vast majority of others that are outside of that very small circle it's just like it's hard it is hard there's there's just so much to it you guys and like I said there's so many there's so many variables you know the other person's communication style how outgoing or talkative they are, how much they can carry the conversation. Um, you know, do you have similar interests? Do you have similar backgrounds? Do you have some uh, similar lifestyles, certain things in common? Like what is the, what is the environment like that you're trying to talk in? Is there a lot of interruption? Are there other people there? Is it loud? You know, like there's so many things to take into consideration 
um, when it comes to, to conversations and talking, um, you know, and sometimes it's like all the stars align and you will meet a person who like your conversational style gels with their conversational style and things flow really well. And you'll have like a really great effortless conversation with someone who you've literally like never met before. And you're like, wow, that was great. That was a really good conversation. That was amazing. Um, and, uh, I love when that happens, but it doesn't happen very often when it does. It's great. And I'm always like, I want to be friends with that person, but then I don't know how to do that either. So I usually never end up talking to them again. So this is the entire story of my life. You know, it's just, it's, there's always a lot of figuring out to do. This is why I stay home a lot. This is why I avoid parties. Uh, this is why I don't have very many friends. It's just, it is hard. It's, it's all around just kind of a, it's like a big, a big mountain to climb being social. It sure is. There's just so many moving parts and so many things to know and so many things to remember and do's and don'ts. And yeah, I don't know. I think maybe I, I suspect that most of the time, I don't know, actually, I don't know. I was going to say, I suspect that most of the time I come off as someone who's a good conversationalist, but I don't know. I don't know if that's true. That's another thing that's really hard because you never really know how you're coming off truly. Like, unless you blatantly like upset someone and you can tell, um, or if you say something really dumb, like, telling someone you're glad she got away from her baby. Um, that's obviously not a good thing to say, but like, um, unless it's blatantly obvious, you know, that's another thing about conversations and being social in general is like, you don't really ever know how you did, you know, like how you feel like you did in the moment. Most of the time, to be honest, uh, it feels like I do pretty okay but I don't know. Like I've no, I have no way to tell because people aren't honest with you. They're not going to be like, well, that was a crappy conversation. You're not very good at this. Like they're just going to go on with their life and probably maybe think that in their head. I don't know. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. I want to give people like a form at the end of conversations, maybe like a, like a, how did I do? Like, give me star ratings in, in all of these different categories, please. Like, was I a three-star conversation? Was that a five-star thing that I said? Like, how did I do on this aspect of the things? Wouldn't that be great if we could do that? If we could have like a, <laughs> like a rating system? Okay, fill out this survey. You could qualify for a $5 Amazon gift card. Send it back to me. Postage is paid. Just pop it in the mail. All right. It's been nice talking to you. Like, uh, but that's not how it goes, is it? So anyway, it's just all going to have to remain a big mystery. And uh, luckily, I'm not super hung up on how people view me in general, especially these days. I'm just like, you know what? I'm weird. Who cares? Like, there are a lot of people who I think genuinely like me and I'm always kind of like been the same. And so I'm like, it's, I don't feel like I'm an unlikable person. I just, I have a little bit of a struggle with the nuances of conversation and it seems like some people 
uh, get that about me and don't mind it. And so that's good. Anyway, for someone that's bad at conversations, I sure have been talking a long time. But like I said, you know, it's about me and that's easy. It's easy to talk about yourself. Does anyone else feel like they like talking about themselves? Or maybe not like talking about themselves, but it's just the easier route to take in a conversation. Uh, I bet I'm not the only one out there uh, who does that and then gets nervous about the fact that they did that and then maybe feels like they might have taken over the conversation or talked about themselves too much and then you get a bunch of like guilt and shame and regret. Um, so this is a, this is a cycle I'm trying to break though. Um, just that whole, like, uh, that whole thought process of like getting upset at myself for doing some of these certain things. Uh, cause really, really it's not my fault. Like I'm, I'm trying my best truly. And that's all any of us can do, right? Is just, try our best. And if people come out of things thinking you're a narcissist or you're super weird or you're super self-involved or whatever, um, oh, well, (laughs) like shrug. I don't really know what, what else to say about it besides that. Uh, so anyway, okay. I'm starting to run out of words. So I'm going to let you guys go, but I just wanted to pop on and talk about that because it's something that was on my mind this morning and for the past couple of days I've just been kind of thinking about that I've had a couple of conversations with people and I'm like I feel like I talked about myself a lot and it really just got me thinking about this and you know when I start looking at myself and the things that I do I I always kind of try and figure out why I do that and that's kind of what happened here. I was like, yeah, I, I do like talking about myself sometimes. Why is that? Because I feel like I don't like being the center of attention. I don't like when a bunch of questions are thrown at me and I feel like I need to answer things and talk about myself a lot. Uh, so if that's the case, then why do I, do I push the conversation that way sometimes? And yeah, and I, I figured out why and I just talked about it for 30 minutes. So, okay, I'm really going to let you guys go now because I'm rambling on and on and on. And this is why I don't drink coffee because this is me not on coffee. And I'm just going and going and going and talking and thinking and doing. And um, I just, okay, now it's time to be done talking and to go try and try and relax. But I, I'm not actually going to relax because I need to vacuum my house and mop my floors because they got really dirty because everybody was sick with COVID in my house for two weeks and we've all just been slacking on all of the chores and all of the things that need to be done. Okay, for reals now, for real, real, reals, I'm going to let you go. Oh, the Patreon um, info will be in the show notes if you guys want to go join us over on the Patreon. I would love to see all your faces over there. We have our group on Discord, our little community it's growing slowly but surely, but we're having some some good conversations over there. Hang on, I gotta take a sip of my water. That is one sign I've been talking too long as my throat starts to get dry. Um, so yeah, the Patreon, $5 a month. It helps me out. It gives you guys a fun place to connect. And I'm on there all the time too, posting and um, conversing with you guys. And I think we're going to start having movie nights too. Okay, so outside of the Patreon, if you want to get a hold of me, 
My email address will be on the show notes and follow on social media. I do reply to all of the messages I get. It just sometimes takes me a little while. Um, so I do appreciate hearing from you guys. It just sometimes takes me a little while to get back and reply. Um, okay. That's all really done talking now. Okay. I'm going to talk to you guys next time. I hope you're having a great day and, uh, yeah. Awkward ending. Goodbye.